1: And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins played the middle game of their three-game weekend series against the Milwaukee Brewers. A pair of southpaws on the mound that featured Trevor Rogers and Eric Lauer. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner.
2: Marlins get it done tonight they beat the Milwaukee Brewers 9 to 3 here at Lone Depot Park Trevor Rogers over Eric Lauer the Marlins bats coming alive nine runs on 11 hits they had two big innings and they rode them to a victory evening this series up at one aside with the rubber game set for Sunday tomorrow at 140. In inning number one this one began somewhat similarly to last night's ball game last night the first brewers batter of the game colton wong hit a home run off pablo lopez and the brewers were at the quick one nothing lead tonight it wasn't the first batter it was the second willie adams facing trevor rogers it's in the series opener there's a ball hit well deep to left so lair's gonna turn and watch it go and for the second night in a row a first inning home run for the brewers they go up one nothing but the Marlins would flex their muscles as well in the bottom of the fourth inning. We just welcomed Gary Sheffield to the booth. We were talking with Chef, a huge part of the Marlins 1997 World Series championship team being honored here at the ballpark this weekend on the 25th anniversary of that first Marlins World Series title. And Chef had just sat down between JP and me as we started the bottom of the fourth. Marlins down 1 0. Jesus Aguilar leading off against Eric Lauer. As Aguilar hits one in the air to center field toward Auto Nation Alley, Kane is going back, he's at the wall, turns, and he'll watch it go, home run, Jesus Aguilar for the second night in a row, Aggie goes deep, and we're tied at one. And the Marlins were far from done with Lauer in that fourth inning, the next man to the plate, Jorge Soler. And that's the one-two, got him swinging, another curve ball. Marlins win, nice. Solaire crushing one left center field way back and wow. gone back I'm, to I'm back. There you go. Aguilar yeah. and Solaire see? and the Marlins yeah. go up two to one. Yep, see when I show up,
3: ball start Sheffield going up. <laughs>
2: Gary Sheffield approves he was even happier when three batters later, after a Sanchez single, Brian Anderson went deep.
4: and i I have to just be patient until i get my pitch that looked like a third one brian anderson (laughs) way back
2: left field it's a three home run inning, and a four to one marlins lead (laughs)
4: that seemed like a four spot since i've been up here (laughs) (laughs) and quick too gary Uh, sheffield's here now
2: Uh, gary sheffield working some magic got the marlins four in the fourth they would never look back in this game Trevor Rogers allowed some base runners early, got in a good roll late in this game. He hadn't struck out more than four in any of his first six starts of the season, but the strikeouts began to pile up for him in this one. He got one in the first, three in the second. He had two more in the third. And in the fifth inning rang up his seventh K of the game, then leading off the sixth, he faced Christian Jelic. Payoff pitch, check, swing, strike three called. Caught him looking at a fastball. Strikeout number eight. Rogers tonight has doubled his previous season high in K's and he's gotten Yelich twice. Yeah, and a little frozen pizza action. I'm bringing it back. Well, Hunter Renfro then would single, and that would be it for Trevor Rogers. Done after five and a third innings. Stephen Okert out of the bullpen and he would escape getting Tyrone Taylor, Hidden fielder's choice, then striking out Rowdy Telez so we could close the book on Trevor. Five and a third innings tonight. Allowed a run on five hits, didn't walk anybody, struck out eight, allowed the first inning home run to Adamas, hit a batter, through a wild pitch, a career-high 103 pitches for Trevor Rogers tonight. 68 strikes, 35 balls. He left on line for a win, leading four to one. And the Marlins break this game wide open in the sixth inning after Eric Lauer went five, six hits, four runs, no walks, seven Ks, three homers, 87 pitches, 57 strikes. The Brewers went to the bullpen. For Lauer, by the way, the four runs allowed match a season high, four earned runs, a new season high for him. And he allowed three homers in the ball game tonight after giving up only four in his first five starts combined. First man out of the bullpen was Trevor Gott. He began the Marlins half-winning number six in a four to one game. Avi Garcia led off with a single. Avi went two for five in this game. He stole second. Jesus Sanchez walked and with two on and nobody out. Brian Anderson stood in for Miami. Garcia at second, Sanchez at first. The 1-1 to Anderson. Ground ball to the second baseman. And gets by Arias out into center field. Garcia is going to come home to score. Headed all the way to third. Sanchez on an E4. It could have been a double play ball, but it went right through the glove of Luis Arias. And the Marlins still with nobody out at first and third for Miguel Rojas. 2-2 to Rojas, pulled on the ground by the third baseman, headed toward the left field corner. Sanchez in to score, Anderson Wade, he's coming home. Miguel Rojas standing at second with a two-run double, and Miami's busted it open It's 7-1. I told you, Glenn, that seemed like the dagger right there. That... For Miggy, his third two-base hit, his fifth extra base hit of the year, RBIs 5-6, and, and the Marlins had at that point a 7-1 lead. That would be it for Trevor God. Dell Gustave came on to pitch. You got Jacob Stallings to round to short, but then a base hit by Jazz Chisholm. A striker to Jesus Aguilar for the second out. Jorge Soler walked, and the Marlins had the bases loaded for Garrett Cooper. 2-2 to Cooper, is a ground ball to the left to the shortstop. Adamas gets it, flips to Arias, safe at second base! Soler beat the play, in from third, Rojas, and it's eight to one. And it would stay eight-one until the eighth inning. After Stephen O'Keefe got through the sixth inning, Dylan Floro, uh, uh, Anthony Bender rather, pitched the seventh for Miami. Dylan Floro got the eighth. Bender a scoreless seventh. Floro in the eighth allowed a hit to Luis Arias leading off. Retired the next two men, but Hunter Renfro then hit a two-run home run that made it an eight-to-three game. And it was still eight-three in the bottom of the eighth when Jacob Stallings. Walked leading things off against JC Mejia. Jazz Chisholm then single, putting men at the corners for Jesus Aguilar. Aguilar shoots one toward the gap left center field. It's going to get down and go to the wall. Stalling scores. Aggie's in at second base with a run-scoring double. And it's 9-3 in the eighth. And it would stay 9-3 until the top of the ninth inning. When Tommy Nance came on and tried to slam the door for the Marlins. Nance making his second appearance for Miami. Struck out Rowdy Telez to begin the ninth inning. Got Lorenzo Cain then to ground to short. Two outs, nobody on. And the Brewers were down to their final hope. Jace Peterson. Nance the one-two. Got him swinging. Another curve ball. Marlins win. Nicely done, Tommy Nance. A one-two-three top of the ninth. The Marlins ride two big innings and three home runs. To a 9-3 victory over the brewers tonight for miami nine runs 11 hits no errors eight left for the brew crew three runs eight hits two errors they left five on base tonight trevor rogers the winning pitcher two and four eric lauer the loser three and one time of the ball game three hours 30 minutes so the marlins had lost 10 of 12 coming in but they win for the second time in the last three games now the brewers meanwhile Dropped to three and five on their road trip. They've lost five in the last seven games. They're three and five on this trip. It began in Atlanta with losses in two out of three. Then they went to Cincinnati and lost two out of three. And now they split the first two here at Lone Depot Park. The rubber game coming up at 140 tomorrow. Brandon Woodruff for Milwaukee. He was a top five Cy Young finisher last year. So far this year, three and two, a 5.97 ERA for the Marlins. Right-hander Eliezer Hernandez, two and two his ERA at 6.37 the Marlins with the victory are 15 and 18 now seven and eight at home the Brewers fall to 21 and 13 they're 11 and 9 on the road they continue atop the National League Central they started play with a three and a half game lead over the Cardinals in that division the Marlins and Nation, again working together to strike out cancer in our communities every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season 25 dollars donated to Nation's drive pick initiative to support cancer research Tonight, a total of 11 strikeouts. That's another $275 for the year now. 297 Ks by Miami pitchers and $7,425 headed to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative.
1: Nice and easy win for the Marlins last night. Sometimes uh, those are the type of wins you need once in a while. Take the stress right off of you. Uh, Get yourself back into the win column with a convincing victory. Even this series up, and they'll shoot for a series victory this afternoon. Uh, Plenty of people to hear from this morning. Before we hear from anybody, let's take a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Marlins manager. Let's start with Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins win over the Brewers last night.
0: Donnie, you were mentioning before the game the last couple of days that uh, you felt like the hitters were having some really good at-bats, but there really wasn't a lot showing for it. Did it feel like today, finally, they're being rewarded for the good at-bats they've been putting together?
4: Well, a little breakthrough again. We, we score in Arizona. We we scored today. I thought, obviously, the guy last night slowed, slowed us down pretty good, but he slows a lot of people down, so uh, it's good to see a couple of days of that and uh, kind of... See Aggie heating up, Soli heating up, Avi, yeah, so Andy's back, which is good. So, yeah, it's, it's looking good. Trevor Rogers
0: season high at eight strikeouts. So what did you see from him particularly in the swing and
4: this? Him, for for us, it's just him building, like, that confidence. It's kind of two outings in a row now that he's, he's throwing the ball good. Um, you know, I know him and Mel have been working on some different things. I don't think it's anything really different, the – it's just when he gets synced up, his you know, the changeup's got late movement. His slider was good tonight. It's probably the best his slider's been, starting to get that thing to turn. Um, and when he's getting the ball to the right areas with the changeup and the slider, I mean, he's got, got good weapons. So it's a matter of him just kind of slowly getting better. You get the three home runs in the fourth
0: inning, but then you go back in the sixth I believe it was, and then you tack on more runs to see that the offense wasn't just – limited to one inning so you guys continue to tack on
4: afterwards yeah i think that's been kind of a that's good to see for us because that's a team over there that we know are capable of putting up big numbers and quick so to be able to add on is a good thing um and it's something we've kind of missed you know we've had some innings bigger innings like the last homestead we get four and in- scoring one inning in the whole game a couple of different games um so it's good to see us kind of be a sustained kind of effort. Uh, is there an update on Cooper? Uh, I think he, I think pretty sure they said X-rays negative. Uh, obviously contusion hit that ball off the inside of his knee, so uh, pretty sore.
1: Probably unfair to judge him a little bit, but Nance two nice pretty easy outings for you here out of the gates. So I mean, what do you think from what you've seen from him?
4: No, it's been good. A Good power breaking ball, a little slider. Good. Got hit. It seems like a guy, you know, I obviously haven't been up there with him, but it seems like a heavy ball. Uh, stuff is really good. So, yeah, it's good to see him build low momentum. And actually, even though Flo gave up the homer, I thought he was better today. I asked Jacob, the ball's coming out better. It's starting to get some ride to it. His changeup was good. Just probably a bad pitch selection, maybe there. Um, you know, trying to go back upstairs. But his stuff was better today, too.
0: That sequence. Uh Jesus Sanchez, the umpire, you know, prior, to the ejection. the Council
4: just talk us through or walk us through what. Yeah, that, you know, we were we were surprised if you really watched that play, he didn't really swing, but it kind of looks like he does, right? If you're not really watching him in that move, because, you know, the, the rule is like, did he make an attempt to try to swing? And you know, I think, and that's why I asked the guy to look at, because we were surprised they even checked it, right? Because we've seen it enough. But it, when you look at it in kind of real time, you're like, it kind of looks a little funny, right? And uh, and then they just got the count mixed up, you know. After that, you know, so uh, that was it. The
0: pregame ceremony.
4: Did you get to I guess talk with any of the '97 guys that look like you know they were in the dugout? Yeah, yeah. I talked to a lot of them, uh, you know, from pretty much all of them. You know, I, I actually you know, work with Chef in in New York, so he's one of the guys I probably know the best uh, out of that group. So, but yeah, I got a chance to talk to everybody. I talked to Jimmy Leland, actually counseled do I ever get a chance to talk to him. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it it was good to see. That was it was a nice crowd for him too. Uh, I thought that was that was good to see.
1: That was Donnie after the Marlins' eight three victory over the Brewers in the middle game last night. Let's hear from Trevor Rogers who picked up the win. Now two and four on the season, five and a third innings, a one run ball looked really really
3: strong.
0: Season high eight strikeouts. What was working so well for you today?
3: I think just combination of all three, you know, uh, my changeup has had probably the most depth it's had all year. Um, really found the bottom of the zone late with it and I think my slider today was probably the best it's ever been in my career. Uh, had a lot of, a lot of turn, a lot of depth, picked up pace towards the uh, as it was getting closer to the plate. so uh, really just had a three pitch makes and made, made my life a little bit easier out there uh, executing all three.
0: you've been trying to find your rhythm a little bit this season. Is this the best that you've felt so far this year?
3: Absolutely. You know, Mel and I have just always just constantly put in work in the bullpens, just trying to find the little things that work and really just trying to clean it up a little bit. Where I'm at right now and where I was kind of a few weeks ago, I just just making steadily improvements and just keeping that upward trend of just putting – Good, good consistent starts together.
0: After they score four runs for you there how important was it for you to get back out there and have the shutout inning?
3: Oh it was huge. They, these guys do an unbelievable job at scoring runs and producing and it's my job to go out there and really uh, shut it down. That just gets more momentum headed our way um, so that they can get back in the dugout and keep doing their thing.
0: I guess obvious, but just no walks. How, you know,
3: I guess proud and happy are you with that? Um, I'm very happy. After my star, I looked up and I saw no walks. And that just kind of, that's the key to success, you know, when you're ahead all day, just attacking the strike zone, you have three pitches that you could throw for strikes and expand late. Um, it's, uh, It's. a lot of keys to success if you can do that consistently. I'm sure. I've asked a couple of guys about the shirt you're wearing right now, but
0: just to be able to honor Mel, just what has Mel meant to you since you got called up to the big? How much has he helped you get to where you
3: are now? That's uh, how much time you got. Uh, that He's meant more to me in my career than you'll probably ever know. Uh, he's, he's definitely that father figure. Um, kind of patting you on the back when you need it and, like a father, he'll kind of rip into you when you need it too. So, he's that good in between that all the pitchers here, especially the starting staff, needs. And I could go in to hours of how much that guy has meant my career up to this point, and I'm just very, very thankful to have a guy like that in my corner.
1: That was Trevor Rogers after the Marlins' win over the Brewers, and as we wrap things up this morning, let's uh, toss it over to Brian Anderson, who hit a Titanic two-run bomb last night. He's looked really,
0: really good at the plate. And he can just walk us through the home run, and then be partnering with three home runs and help sort of burst the game open. Just what did you see in your bat, and just to be part of that inning?
5: Yeah, I mean that inning. Um, you know, hitting's contagious. It, it feels like you know. Um, you know obviously, yeah, Aggie and, and Sully both both get him right there, and then uh, you know. Sanchi does a great job of extending the inning and uh, you know I, I think he got a four seam a little bit above my barrel and I just stayed with my plan of trying to get the ball out over and uh, I got a kind of a hanging cutter out over and I was able to, to put a good
0: swing on it basic yesterday couple good play, plays today feel good to be able to, once you come coming right back be able to make an impact Right
5: away. yeah for sure I mean um, you know, I, I don't think you're necessarily hoping for a, a home run right out of the gate but definitely it was good just to, to feel productive again right out of the gate um, obviously yesterday to get on base in my first at bat um, was big you know I think I, I'm still just trying to get in the flow of the game again and, and things like that but yeah I'm, overall I'm feeling good an inning like that obviously offseason upgrades are made and stuff is that hopefully you know what you guys envision you know what's that the- that kind of inning is what you guys envision
0: maybe, you know, entering the season, you know,
5: just with the upgrades that were made. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, that's relying a, a little bit more on home runs than what we want to do. I think uh, all of these guys can hit the ball really hard. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to see that come up with doubles, not just home runs. But, yeah, putting together solid at-bats over and over again. You know, we have a bunch of big righties and obviously mixing Sanchi and, and Jazz in there. And, uh that's uh, a good lineup, so uh, it's kind of what we're expecting barrels, balls in the gap, and base runners on the move
0: of make that sixth thing and you get the home runs in the fourth, and then the uh, stringing together things in the sixth to be able to see you do it both, both ways to see both ways in the same game
5: yeah i mean it, it was awesome, whether it was guys you know taking a base here or there, um you know I think jazz almost got a double on a ball hit right at the right fielder. Um, you know, showing off a little bit of the speed that we have, just using what we can to try to get any edge that we can, and try to push that lead out. You know, let our bullpen breathe and relax, and uh, just let them go out there and you know work on whatever they got to work on.
0: And you were in the on deck circle when that entire Jesus Sanchez play period was going on, the nine ten minutes, hour long. It was just from your vantage point, just standing there and being there for that long, waiting for whatever happened. Just what's that like for you?
5: I mean, that was a different play than I think I've ever seen, um, you know, whether or not he went or not, I'd have to look at another replay or, or whatever, but that was definitely one of the longer delays I think I've seen. I'm not really sure what they were talking about up there. I know they got the count wrong. It was, uh, they were saying it was 3-2 and it was 2-2, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a weird situation and it kind of definitely slowed the game down. You know, I think it, the, the game kind of hit breaks right there and it uh, it slowed down for sure.
0: I'm curious, obviously, the
5: 1997 team was honored tonight. Do you remember, you know, how old you were? And I guess you were with a little kid in Oklahoma, but just what you would have been doing in 97? Uh, I would have been four. I would have been just starting baseball. I would have been uh, playing for, I think my T-ball team was the the Braves back in the day. So I was in Oklahoma playing, playing T-ball.
1: Andy, Donnie was talking the other day that he thinks – and maybe you can assess this. He's seen a bit of a different version of you. You're still fiery. You're still intense. But he's seen a smile, more relaxed and He was not beating himself up over after a strikeout. But you're having fun. Yeah. Is that a fair assessment? Has yeah. it been a breakthrough for you? What was it?
5: I mean, uh, any that you're, you're, you're told you can't play, I think you just realize how much you want to go out there and compete. And just given, you know, being given the opportunity to go out there and play, I'm just enjoying that. You know, instead of beating myself up each at bat or, you know, each time if I miss a ground ball or something like that, just understanding that, you know, I have more opportunities coming and just keep my head up and just keep going and trust in my talent, trust in my ability and just go out there and just have fun and and let my talent kind of come through that way. I think that's the main thing. I I don't really think there was a a huge, you know, one moment here or there that happened. I think it's something that I've continuously worked on and I'm going to have to keep working on. You know, I'm going to go through uh, a time where I'm not hitting well, or I'm not playing good defense. And, and those are the times where you really got to trust, you know, the things that we talk about, whether it's just staying, staying positive mentally. And you know, I got great teammates, great coaching staff that, that helps me, you know, not put too much pressure on myself and not go out there and feel like I have to hit a homer every single at bat.
0: When you say that you told you can't play, was there introspection after the latest of the injuries last year when you were basically sidelined, I think it was like the last couple months in the off season, was that, is that what you're referring to when you say, when you say that people said
5: when you can't play. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, I mean, just being, uh, being out for the last couple of days, you know, just sitting there and not being able to help the team, not being able to, to give a guy a high five when they do something well. You know, it's just um, you realize how much you just want to be in the dugout. want to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at now. I just I want to be a part of this this team. I, I really believe in us and I, I think we're going to go places.
1: All right, that was Brian Anderson after the Marlins win over the Brewers last night. We've got ourselves a rubber match coming up at 140 this afternoon. The Marlins now 15-18. and 18. The Brewers fall back to 21-13. and 13. Coming up at 140 this afternoon, Brandon Woodruff goes opposite of Eliezer Hernandez. 141st pitch, 110 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.